And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? When your back's to the wall, what will your answer be? Will you run for the door? Will you run out on me like it's hard? It's no Welcome to Brain Buster Radio and strap yourselves in because we're getting into the fast lane, Grandma. It is Fast Lane 2019, WWE's final major stop on the road to WrestleMania 35 in New York City. Well, some of us might argue the major stop is coming the next night in Pittsburgh Wired, but hey! It is a big night. The WWE title's on the line. Uh, ch- a, a chance at the main event is on the line for Becky Lynch. It is, I think, a night that we're going to remember is some- somewhat controversial. I think we're setting up for some kind of night, Brainiacs. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brainbusters on Instagram, Instagram Junior, Twitter, and Facebook. We are going to break down all the matches. We are going to look ahead to the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live that follow. We are going to look ahead to WrestleMania. We are going to really visualize the next month in WWE today. And who's going to do it? Besides me and you, Brainiacs, we have Dr. Calsonis on the Unos and Doses. But Dr. Calsonis, he is somewhat of a tortoise type. He doesn't want to go too fast. So he put his microphone on mute. He he also doesn't have a license. So he (laughs) can't let him drive. So he's not going to get in the fast lane today. He's just going to... Sit back, relax, and listen to a man called Wired and myself discuss Fastline. Wired, social media, let's start it off. The big match of the night, Charlotte and Becky Lynch and social media cannot stop talking about Ronda Rousey and her horrible words about our sport. Ronda freaking Rousey, maybe the most sour person in the sport of professional wrestling. Uh, we're gonna have to go over all that. That that was an interesting, interesting promo that we saw on Monday. Also, uh, the doctor man, I, I've never seen him clinch the oh shit handle more than I've ever seen somebody clinch it right now. He is, who he doesn't. He's scared. I've never yeah. seen this man scared, and he looks it's, like he's never been in a car before. It's like hold that, on, sir. It, it's like that one friend, Doctor Calsonis. Just you're gonna be all right. It's fast lane. We're getting through it, and then we're gonna get to mania. But you always had that one friend when you were a little kid who did not want to go on the roller coaster, but y'all talked them into going on it, and they freaked out, maybe pissed themselves a little bit getting on Superman the ride. It's okay though, because then you That's could go Christ. on and be a productive human being. <laughs> that was Richard, I think. Is what Fuck him! If we break the fourth wall here. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Richard <laughs> Perez. Richard. For peeing himself oh, back in the day when we were young brain busters on Superman the Ride. Dr. Calsonis uh. might piss himself, Brainiacs. Hopefully you don't pee yourself. Hopefully you just mark out real hard. Oh, hi, Mark. you get ready for WrestleMania on this great Fastlane event because, I mean, the card, if you look at it, 
you, you might say, well, it's got, you know, it's very top heavy. And we've got some exciting uh, championships on the line. Very tag team centric pay-per-view, which is refreshing. But you are, are, of course, missing Brock Lesnar on this card and the Universal Championship nowhere in sight. Does that take away at all from Fastlane? Does that take away from the magnitude, Wired, before we start talking about the pay-per-view? Does the, the what the with WrestleMania and its shadows is that taken away? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah, shouldn't Brock Lesnar be at this show as the Universal I mean, Champion? He should be at every show, right? Monday, Tuesday, when whatever the day of the show is. But uh, there, there is the a little bit uni- of a- the last Universal Champion definitely would have been defending on this night. Don't you feel like these two pay per views should be reversed? Right, Fastlane should be before Elimination Chamber. I feel like Elimination Chamber really is the 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 last ditch effort you're putting everything on the line to get to wrestlemania now you're just on a fast lane so that might, might that might kill a little bit of the luster but regardless there is some great matches the title's going to be defended yes uh, yes 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 you know yes, that's in controversial yes, fashion like you yes, mentioned we have yes, a yes 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 <laughs> okay doctor uh, i think he's just trying to drown out the noise of the highway who knows what he's doing right now um and then we have a, a number one contendership on the line, I guess kind of halfway there. Maybe if someone wins, they're not. If they do, they don't. I don't know. But regardless, it's a great pay-per-view, and I'm ready to, to, to talk all about it, I guess. Sure. Well, let's do it then, Wired. If you're ready to talk about it, I'm ready to. it. I know the brain Brainiacs are going into Fastlane 2019. Where's this pay-per-view taking place, Wired? Uh, this is Cleveland, Ohio. In Cleveland, Ohio. The Show Me State. Rocks. Ohio. Cleveland Rocks. And we're going to start off on the kickoff match. Is where you always start with a WWE show like this. And hey, this was recently announced. This is a fun tag team match. I am excited to see. Big E and Xavier Woods, two-thirds of the new day, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Yeah, this match kind of came out of nowhere. I, I really didn't even see them really. Were they? Were they? You know, they had some kind of rivalry going on SmackDown that I maybe missed or looked over. Uh, um, uh, they kind of like I think looked at each other backstage, not nicely, someone, and this now we have a match. Sorry, no did someone English? Did someone reach over for the pasta before the the salad or something? Did they get line jumped on the catering buffet or something? I don't know. Regardless, I mean, it's going to be a great match. You have Biggie and. Xavier Woods, who have kind of taken sort of a back seat recently in the New Day uh, behind Kofi Kingston, who's not on this card as of right now. Um, but they're taking on Shinsuke and and Rusev, who at once, not too long ago, were complete rivals. Now they seem to be forming a strong tag team. And uh, I feel like they have something to prove. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the, this, the duo that's been together for a long time might take this a little easy. It doesn't even look like they're prepared. If you go to social media, Xavier Woods didn't even know he had this match headed into Fastlane. So I think uh, Rusev and, and, and Shinsuke are, are destined to, to come up uh, victorious. What, what's on the line here to you between these teams? Because I feel like... We need, we need stakes. I think we every match has some kind of stakes besides the winner's end of the purse. I feel like in order for Kofi Kingston and Kofi Mania to maybe ga- garner the support they'll need for Vince McMahon to change his mind about Kofi getting a title shot... The New Day have to win this match in order to help their brother Kofi out. So I think a lot's on the line for them. In terms of Shinsuke and Rusev, they're trying to establish themselves. It feels like like kind of like the bar did back a few years ago. They're trying to kind of get their foot in the door in the tag division. So 
Really a big match for the kickoff show. I'm going with the New Day because Kofi Mania is going to sweep everybody up. Kofi Mania is the new Rusev Day. You know, I mean, Kofi Mania is kind of... I mean, Vince McMahon basically debunked that real quick, and now it's basically non-existent. It's not non-existent. Just wait. Fastlane, I feel like Kofi Mania is going to have a, a very pivotal role. All right. Well, that's that's an interesting take for the title match. But I'll tell you what. When a pay-per-view has this next match on the on the pre-show, Holy you know you're shit. set up for a great night. Right, Alan? Oh, orale! Damas y caballeros! Get ready. I can't believe these two are actually going to square off in a WWE ring. I, I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like when Rey Mysterio Jr. takes on Andrade Cien Almas one-on-one. You're talking about the two best luchadors in the world currently in singles competition in a one-on-one match on a WWE kickoff show. It doesn't get any better than that. Everything is on the line when you're talking about the 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 history, the honor uh, of being a luchador that comes with this. The stakes are huge. My money is on Andrade because he has that, that bruja on the outside uh, helping him out. Yeah, no, the, the Salida Vega basically cost uh, um, R-Truth the uh, championship this week on Thursday. I mean, I'm excuse me, on Tuesday's SmackDown. Uh, but these two men, they probably cost each other the championship on Tuesday as well, allowing Samoa Joe to come up victorious. By the way, we got to talk about that at some point. But uh, these two men, I feel like they've been battling ever since Rey Mysterio came back. Andrade really just seems destined to be the next great luchador that Mysterio once was. And I, I see him basically telling Mysterio to get the hell out of my way. I'm, I'm, uh, this is my this is my world now. This is. Uh... This is a lot, a, a lot for Rey Mysterio because he, he doesn't want to get passed up as the king of the luchadors. But Chon Chon is so close. These two have been going at it left and right. They cost each other a, a U.S. championship, but yet the rivalry continues. I'd go as far to say it might be the best rivalry in WWE right now. It, it's, it's that good. Besides Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, this is getting personal between Rey Jr. and Andrade. But you can't discount Selena Vega, the Bruja. Where's Samoa Joe going to be? Not on the kickoff show. He'll be shining up his U.S. title. Maybe the winner of this match gets a shot at jo- at Joey Joey Headrocker. Oh, that'd be great to see Andrade and Samoa go at it one more time. I don't even think they ever actually faced one on one. I don't think, I think they crossed paths in NXT. Yeah. Although Ray Jr. and Samoa Joe could be good too. This this match, if 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 this was a number one contenders match, I'd be all over it even more. So, oh man, man, so where's he, that oh shit handle? I might need a two on this fast lane. <laughs> so your your pick then is is Andrade though. Oh Andrade, yeah, all the way. He, he seems he's he's fresher. He's got the proof on the outside. Who's even bigger than Rey Mysterio? If he can figure that out somehow, uh, you know, Rey Mysterio. Unfortunately, he took a bad. Uh, some what was that uh, atomic drop? No, what was the what, what did Samoa Joe give him at the end of the uh, at the end of that match? Um, Centon, Centon bomb, not from the top row, right? Some, yeah, Samoa Joe squashed Rey Mysterio. Squashed Rey Mysterio couldn't even move. How can how can you get up and and, and wrestle Andrade Sinamos after that? Can't believe I thought our truth had Rey again with that roll up. Unbelievable that Joe won that. His first WWE Championship, right, since NXT? Yeah. His first title in WWE, U.S. Champion. 
Uh, we'll see where, where, where Joe goes with it into WrestleMania. Hopefully he's in a nice match for I, WrestleMania. I'll tell you what, they should have done that back in uh, a couple, like a week ago or whatever, when they were in Lafayette to spice up that crowd because we know how much the South <laughs> was. No joke. I mean, you, everyone talked about the dead crowd, but the guy they loved the most wasn't even there. Yeah, Lafayette so is just a done Joe, it there. It's a Samoa <laughs> Joe town. And more towns are becoming Samoa Joe towns because it's a Samoa Joe country. He's our U.S. champion. <laughs> well, we got the regular show now, Long Island, and, and there's some. You're right. This is one, two, three, four tag matches out of the seven matches. That's a lot of tag matches for WWE, which usually don't go that that route. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. I love tag team wrestling. Let's see what what the tag teams could do with all the time that they're going to get. Uh, in this big match, in this big night. Uh, and, of course, I'd say the best tag team match is a six-man tag team match, which will feature the in-ring return of the Big Dog. But this, this Raw tag team title match is a triple threat, and I don't know how to predict it. You got Dash and Dawson, the Revival, who have been you know clawing away for a good part of two years to get to this moment. And you have... Uh, you know Chad Gable and Bobby Roode, who basically were put together out of thin air and, and seem to be jiving real easily. Uh, they're already former tag team champs, and then you have the NXTers, who literally had never tag team together uh, until the first until halftime of the Super Bowl, and they are fighting for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. The Revival take on Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. You're right. I don't know how to predict this. I want to say the Revival just because. They have the most experience together, but all these men, I'm sure, have plenty of experience in tag team wrestling to go with it. Um, man, I'm going to say the revival just because they're the team, the, the, the reigning champions. And I hope, I hope this isn't a uh, you know three men in the ring at one time. That's what I want. I want three men in at the ring at yes. one. Yes, yeah, I'm hoping for that. But chat me up, Wired. Uh oh. Now, a lot of people are upset. They're asking, well. Why the hell would Ricochet and Aleister Black be teaming up now that they're in WWE? And some people are saying that, well, Halftime Heat was good, but it was the worst thing for those two guys because they did so well and worked so well together that Vince McMahon said, yeah, damn it, bring them up, make them a tag team. They go well together. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, true? Do I think it? No. What I love the most, and I don't know if you've been noticing no. this. He didn't just say that. Is when Alistair and, and Ricochet get introduced, their logos at the bottom of the screen still have NXT. They're not Raw or SmackDown. They're still branded from NXT. It's so like, well, it's like it's some the, kind of invasion, right? <laughs> so uh, they, they work great as a tag team. They're great. You know, they, they move together well. They have very similar styles. Alistair like a little bit more of that blunt, you know, martial arts style. Ricochet just flying all over the place. Um, I don't know if Vince McMahon just saw that. I don't think he watched Halftime Heat, to be honest with you. I mean, do you think he actually watched it? Maybe yes. Maybe old by somebody. Of course, it's Halftime Heat. It's way better than Maroon 5. I think he watched it. And I think Aleister Black and Ricochet do work well together. But I'm not picking them to win this match. I really like the revival in this one to retain. They've had some tough you know, matchups as of late on Monday Night Raw. But with the chaos, I think... 
Dash and Dawson are really good at taking advantage of these kinds of situations. There's going to be, you know, people flying all over the ring. You need to find a good corner of the ring away from everybody to roll someone up, maybe grab some tights. The referee is also going to be having an issue keeping track of everybody. And when the referee's having an issue, that is when the revival are at their best. They could be sneaky. They could be calculating. And they, they can win win the match and retain their titles. I like the revival. FTR. Their, their style seems fit for this type of you know match where they can distract and, and take advantage of a single body part on a single individual while other people are frolicking all around the ring. Uh, be careful because if you take you know Alistair's or Ricochet's leg out, you, we saw what happened to, to Alistair, I believe, yes. when uh, when uh, his leg was taken care of by uh, Tommaso Ciampa. I'm excited for some frolicking. Yes! <laughs> Frolicking in the match! Cannot wait. Uh, Alan, let's talk about this one, though, if I can. If I, if I, might, if I may interject, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the Women's SmackDown uh, Championship match. Mandy Rose with a victory over Asuka and a victory over my favorite person in the whole wide world, Naomi, this past Tuesday. Uh, seems to have the momentum going. Asuka hasn't really had any type of, mo- you know momentum ever since the Royal Rumble. I think Mandy has a legit shot here, especially with Sonya on the outside of the ring. Well, I I have some really inside information on this matchup. If, if any Brainiacs want to call us directly, 412-407-5BBR to call the Brain Buster Radio hotline toll-free. Uh, p- kids, get your parents' permission. Call in. I have on good authority that Mandy Rose has been really training hard for this championship match. She is uh, she has perfected a, a martial art that has not been seen in the WWE. To find out what martial art Mandy Rose will be bringing to Fastlane against Asuka to try to win this championship, call 412-407-5BBR. And I'll let you know, Wired. That's all I'm going to say about what I think about Mandy Rose going into the match as far as who I think will win. I think I'm going to go with Asuka anyway. It's an impressive martial art. We're going to see Mandy Rose do something very special, but we're talking about a woman who has really only ever been beaten by Charlotte Flair. Are you talking about Kama Sutra? I feel like that's what you're talking about with Mandy Rose. Is that that the art you're talking about? I don't think that's a martial art. That's a marital art. Oh, God. You're flipping a T and an I there. Yeah, that's that's really bad. Um, Look, Mandy Rose is impressive. She's stronger than people give her credit for. She's more talented than people give her credit for. And so beautiful that the women that she faces are distracted by it. I mean, this is truly a a goddess in the ring, a a Greek. What what, what does she call herself? Whatever she calls herself, she is that. but you're right. Asuka's probably the better of the two. And now, you know, she, there, she's, uh, there's an ugly rumor going on that Asuka got hurt. It's a WWE house show. And I, I don't know if it was Uncle Dave who reported it, but Nia Jax is your new favorite wrestler, Wired, because she really went after Uncle Dave on Twitter. And I think it's in relation to this championship match we're going to see from the SmackDown Live side. Nia Jax on Twitter said, Dave Meltzer is a piece of shit. The fact that you make statements about people's health when you have zero knowledge about it is ridiculous. If you do have access to superstars' personal medical info, that is a huge violation of HIPAA, and I'm sure that's not the case. So shut your mouth. 
<laughs> okay, that was pretty good. I'm not a big fan of Nia Jax. Uh, and even if Naomi said something like that, I would uh, I probably would have cheered for her just a little bit. But still at the same time, man. Yes, Dave needs to shut the fuck up. God. Sorry, but where's Moose the Mark when you need him? I, oh, man. I, by the way, I, I heard that show where he was saying poor Dave Meltzer has been yeah. the... Oh, my God. Give me a break. Give me a break. Man. I will say, Uncle Dave, shit up out of thin air. Uncle Dave has an interesting thought on as well on the Ronda situation we're going to get into in a minute. But as far as Oscar being hurt, I'll believe it when I see it. Until then, I'm picking Oscar to whoop up on Mandy Rose in her extremely unique martial arts she'll be bringing into the match. I really want to know what this is. Can you like chat it to me or anything? Do I have to pay or something to, to get this you, information? You yeah, you need to call. You need to call the the Brainbuster Radio Hotline wired. Once again, that's 412-407-5BBR to get that exclusive information. 1-900-909-9900. Oh man, yeah, I, I, Asuka came out on Twitter and said everything was fine and that she was okay. So, I think we're just going to go with that for now, right? We'll see. I say Asuka. But Mandy is definitely more of a competitor than people give her credit. All right, Alan. I mean, unless you unless you got a a, uh, a choice of match, can I pick the next one too? Oh, go ahead. It's all on you. <laughs> all right, the newly I can talk crowned, all these matches. <laughs> the newly crowned WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Yes, the Boston Hug Connection. You know how much we love connections on this program. Bailey and Sasha Banks are taking on the aforementioned Nia Jax and Tamina. Their first defense. Does this curse of Sasha Banks carry over? Yep. It's over. Oh. We're going to see a new, the first ever defense of these championships, and we're going to see the first ever changing hands of these championships. Because while I love myself a connection, connections are great, and the Boston Hug connection is great. The only thing better than a connection is an express. And Nia Jax and Tamina, I, I'm hearing from my sources that Nia Jax and Tamina wired are going to enter the ring together and they will be under a new team name and they will be called Big Island Express, which is pretty cool. (laughs) Big Island Express. Uh, I I want to be down for the Samoan Express. Why can't you just go something like that? Because Tamina's from Fiji. She's not from Samoa. They're both Islanders, though. Okay. The Island Express? Is that what you said? Yes, this is the, the Big Island Express. Big Island Express, because Tamina's from Fiji, Naya is Samoan, and together they're coming together to cross the Pacific, enter the mainland, and take the tag team titles from Sasha and Bailey. Uh, you know, Long Island, I think Sasha Banks is cursed. You know, 0 and 4, I believe. Watch out for the bear hug, WWE. Sasha! You're going 0 and uh, what, 0 and 5? Bear hug from five. Uh, I just feel like Bailey has this under control. Sasha uh, won't louse this up too bad. And I think Bailey and Sasha are going to head into WrestleMania as the women's tag team champions. And who knows what they got in store for them then or whoever the winner of this match is. Because no automatic rematches. So you're going to be facing probably a new opponent come WrestleMania. Uh, I, I'm just going to say the connection is stronger than just Sasha Banks by herself. The connection is not an express, though, Wired. 
Yeah, but you, that's 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 a it's it's all about personal preference, right? You like express, I like connections. No, it's it, not it a happens. personal preference. It's a fact. <laughs> name me name me one one better connection than Midnight Express or Rock and Roll Express or I'll tell you Orient, what Express Orient that just express. is horrible. And the Memphis Express have just not you know have debunked that theory one hundred percent. That's that's a, that's a sport that no one here cares about. Wired. This is a wrestling show. <laughs> Professional wrestling. Sound, I, just, I just feel like the connect. You you sound like Jonathan, are you doing a Jonathan Coachman gimmick, bringing up sports no one cares about on this show? <laughs> no cares about. Did, is is the Island Express official on w, on the new WWE? It's Big Island Express, and my sources are telling me you'll see it on the graphic when they walk What's out. What's these sources? What are these sources? Long Long Island Ice T's got his sources this week for Fast Lane because it's such a an interesting pay per view. So little known is about it. I mean, Xavier Woods didn't even know his match until he saw social media. I, he, if he had my sources, he would have known. So all of a sudden, now you have the sources. You have I have. The, the, I have the, sources. You have the means. They do. They give me. They give me information that is accurate, and it's not invasive like Dave Meltzer reporting on the size of wrestlers' dicks or anything like that. It's all on the up and up. And if you want more on my sources, call the BBR hotline four zero seven. That's 412-4075-BBR, Bradyacks. 1-900-909-9900. It's toll free. Kids, get your damn parents' permission. Or you know what? Grab the phone and run up to the attic and call them. They won't know you're doing it. <laughs> there are these things called bills that people... It's toll free. All right, Long Island, I'm going to let you choose the next one, sir. Well, I... I... You know, we've been talking a lot of tag team matches, so I say let's talk a tag team match. SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. The Miz and Shane McMahon, the so-called best tag team in the world, against the tag champs that took the belts from them, the Usos. Kids, a great lesson in life. Drink a whole bunch of alcohol. Go out driving with your wife. Mute him. Get pulled over by a cop. Tell him, you want to go, fool? Step up. Step up, fool. Brace yourself and try to fight the cop. Get arrested. And then when you go back to work the next week, you'll get a promotion and a raise. I can't believe you, sir. Do you realize that people are listening to this? It's an, exa- this it's an example. I am not setting. It's an example that has been set. It is It is now uh, a precedent. It's, it's what works. It's what gets you championships. The Usos, your tag team title, champ, title holders. And I'm saying they, they, they continue to hold those, those belts because, damn it, they're the best team in the WWE. They're so good. They super kick so well. The Miz can't super kick. Shane McMahon, we know, can't do anything unless he's really high up somewhere. This is an easy win for the Usos. Jimmy and Jay all the way. Yeah, it just seems like the Miz and Shane McMahon, something's off. The Miz is not on his on his game. Uh, you know, the Usos, not for the reasons you're giving, I feel like will be victorious in this match. But um, yeah, Shane McMahon and Miz, I don't know. It just seems like a weird tag team from the beginning when they won the titles. Uh, seemed kind of fluky, and now the time has passed. It seems that they were never destined to be uh, a tag team. So I, I don't see how they, they survived Cleveland. The Miz is a quote unquote, in the Miz's hometown. hometown. Do you think the Miz's dad, after he loses, comes out and says, "You're no longer my son. You're a loser." 
<laughs> I'm not proud of you. I'm not proud of you. And then he drops it, and then he'll drop a cake on him. I hope he says I'm unproud of you. That'd be a lot better. Unproud. I mean, we've I'm got Ms. and Mrs. You. coming back here. It's, I, f- I have a feeling we're in for something exciting here. We gotta, we gotta get the spotlight on the Miz now. He's got a big reality show. We gotta get people watching. So, actually, I'm gonna flip it. I'm picking the Miz and Shane McMahon now. Oh. Marjo is gonna interfere. The Miz's mother-in-law. She's gonna put a big wet kiss on Jimmy Uso because we know the ladies love Jimmy Uso. She's gonna put a p- big wet kiss, and this time Jimmy's gonna be unable to resist the temptation like he did with Mandy Rose. He's gonna cheat on Naomi with Marjo. We're gonna get a great angle there, and Miz and Shane are gonna have the belts, and the Miz's dad will be proud of him. And you know what? Also, Baker Mayfield's gonna be there, and he's gonna be proud of of the Miz too. And everyone in Cleveland's gonna be happy. I've uh, come to the conclusion that Papa Miz does not watch. Miz and Mrs. because he would be proud of the Miz if he saw that show. I actually he's, like enjoy that show. He's been on it. He's been on it. Yeah, he probably doesn't watch it himself though. That's probably what it is. Well, like, I, I gotta watch that show. My son is on it. What kind of TV do you think Mr. George Mizanin watches? Uh, He probably has those like 64 inch big box television with the wheels. You know what I'm talking about? Like from the 90s. Oh, I'm, th- I'm thinking he watches one of those. Yeah, like those just those ones that, like, if you get a cobweb in the back of it, you could see it through the screen. <laughs> and Or, like, the one with the screen that has, like, the riffles. So when you pass your finger, like, your nail through it, you hear that clicking. And he's also one of millions of Americans who still inexplicably tapes Blue Bloods on VHS every week. <laughs> VHS, huh? He does. That's Mr. George oh, Mizan. It's how he rules. He's got his own style, and it takes a lot to impress him. You got to be badass like Tom Selleck, or you got to be holding gold with Shane McMahon. So, Miz, get on it. Oh man, that's a lot of talk about the Miz. We should we should talk more than mark this, so that way Triple J can go back and listen to this exact segment. He'll probably that. since he's not here for some reason. I don't know what Triple J's doing. I think Triple J's got to get in the right mindset because he's going to Monday Night Raw in Pittsburgh with me. So he, he's got a lot of preparation. I, I'm i going to try to maybe do an impromptu Brain Buster Radio with Triple J to at least get his thoughts on the reaction from Fastlane. Where is Triple J today? Well, I heard he, he showed up earlier to the studio and it was locked. So I, I think he, he didn't get the memo that it was actually, a you know, a couple hours later. But hey, you know, it happens. Triple J sometimes not the most organized individual in the whole wide world. Shocker. But uh, Long Island, we're going to talk now. Uh, WWE Championship. I feel like that's that's kind of what's next based on the stakes involved in all these matches. I, I'm, Kevin I'm, Owen, I'm excited for this too. Yeah, definitely the next match up here. Kevin Owens uh, placed into this match two weeks ago by Vince McMahon himself. I, I love that little swerve because it was like from a mark to a mark. What do you do, right? Because you love Kevin Owens because he's just like you. And he you're is. on this Kofi Mania kick. People were so mad that Kofi was getting his title chance taken away, and they didn't even know how to react to Kevin Owens getting this title match against eco-friendly Daniel Bryan. Uh, Long Island, are you ready to see that eco-friendly title disappear? This is so tough for me because I, Kevin Owens is great because he's just like me. If I was a dad, I would want to be like Kevin Owens, going to the movies with my kids and eating popcorn and bowling. I mean, he's got a great life. He does things the right way. 
Uh, and then you got Daniel Bryan, who I also admire because he's, you know, our planet's champion. And he's got a really cool belt. And he hangs out with a guy who loves horror movies and metal bands. I mean, Daniel Bryan's cool. So you got two cool dudes going at it for this championship. I don't know who to root for. And then you got Kofi Mania. And I want to get swept up in that. I want I want that to be as big as possible. I'm conflicted. I, I think I pick Kofi Mania over it all if I have to choose. But... I also have to say, let's respect Daniel Bryan. This is history. Never has a WWE champion had, in the months between the Rumble and Mania, have had to defend the title in an elimination chamber and successfully do it, and then defend it again at another pay-per-view? This is almost unfair, but when you're fighting for the soul and the, and the, and the future of our planet, it's something you got to do. So I admire Daniel Bryan. I admire Kevin Owens' parenting techniques, but... I believe in Kofi Mania, and I have a feeling Kofi Kingston is its going to be trouble in paradise for everybody in this match. Kofi's coming out, and he is making a statement. So I'm calling a some sort of no contest in this match because Kofi Kingston, if sometimes if you want something, you just got to take it, and it's time for Kofi to take it. Um, oh man, Kofi, nowhere to be found on this card. Hasn't really been seen on television well, Since he was in. The yeah, he was. He was in India. He was. Yeah, he was in India, and him and the New Day were in India, and they said we're going to be in, uh, at Fastlane. We're in India now, but we'll be in, we'll be at Fastlane, and then they did the. Don't remember that at all. I have to go back and watch that. Watch SmackDown. Loyan, do you really think Kofi is going to kind of make some sort of appearance or cost? this match to have a, a, a clean finish? I think Kofi's going to... Yes, he's going to have to because this is this is it. It's it's 11 years. What else you got to do? Have you, is there to do besides, you know, just impose your will upon the, the, the WWE and the front office yeah. and get your championship match, Kofi. You deserve it. You know, what, Kofi, Kofi. Well, I mean, Kofi was given that match. He, it's not like he was in a match with a stipulation that says, "If you win this, you are the number one contender." Shane McMahon came out and said, "Kofi Kingston, you're the number one contender." And then Vince McMahon the next week just said, "No, you're not." What's the difference? Why does Kofi deserve something just because he's been there a long time? I mean, I've, I've, I've been at my job for 16 years. I'm still he, making minimum wage. He pinned. He pinned the WWE champion's shoulders to the mat. When you do that, you've earned a championship match. No, that is ridiculous. That is uh, that is absurd. Absurd. Well, why is that absurd? That is, because it was a tag match. It was not a singles match. It was not labeled as a as a pinfall of the champion. You know, winner gets uh, a number one contenders match. It was it was just the a, resumes there. The resumes there. The wins over Daniel Bryan one. are there. Nope. Kofi Kingston beat him in a gauntlet match. You know. Wired, I think you you just want to say that it's not right that Kofi gets a championship match is Look, what you're the getting real, at. No, the real question that I think we haven't even asked ourselves and that we really need to figure out is at what point is Lacey Evans going to make her appearance in this show? Because that's what I really care about, to be 100% honest. Maybe Lacey Evans comes out and distracts Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan, and then all of a sudden, Kofi Kingston's in the ring and he kicks them both in the head and... and then the match, the referee goes to the back and it's over. Look, I've stated my reasons before and I'll state them again for, well, I'm not going to state them because they're obvious. I am not hoping 
uh, or I'm hoping that Kofi Kingston does not show up in this match in any way, shape, or form. And I feel like Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan were the right choices for this match. And I still think Daniel Bryan with with that you know bulldozer of a man outside the ring, Eric Rowan, uh, is going to come out victorious. <laughs> See, I'm not like Corey Graves. I just sit and enjoy this. I don't say anything. I'm not like Byron. That was great. It's beautiful. I mean, you you weren't saying anything, but I mean, I I'm gonna have the doctor. I'm gonna have the doctor. You know, have delete all that whatever that noise was we were hearing during that wired on your end. <laughs> we don't ask <laughs> or whatever. Oh man! All right, uh, Long Island, you are going to make the tough. Did you did you make a prediction by the way on the match? I don't remember. Uh, Kofi oh, Kingston. Yeah. You said Kofi Kingston interfering, no contest. Got it. All right, Long Island, I will let you choose, sir, because I, it's hard to choose between these next two matches of which one we want to talk it's about a, next. It is a double main event pay per view, if you ask me. So let's start with the Raw See, Women's like of- the Raw <laughs> Women's Championship at WrestleMania is going to be on the line, but on this night it isn't. Instead, we have a slot in that match at WrestleMania up for grabs for Becky Lynch. I think we need to talk about this right now because it involves uh, an anti-hero, it involves a queen, and it involves now what I would say is the greatest threat to our sport ever: Ronda Rousey, the Raw Women's Champion. It, it, she's like uh, like a muscle on a ship, you know. If you if you don't clean that boat before you move it on to the next, you know, lake, you're, you're contaminating it. And I feel like we need to contain this as soon as possible. Ronda Rousey is out of control, and Vince McMahon needs to watch what's about to happen because this is this is going to be bad. Soon enough, he's going to show up to Monday in Pittsburgh, and there's going to be a steel octagon in the middle of that arena, and not a squared circle. Th- this is. I don't know. This is really an issue. And you know what? Brainiacs, if you haven't heard it, uh, I think the doctor has queued it up. It's it's about it's about time we hear it uh, for ourselves. Right, Wired? Oh, yeah, totally. I think we – I mean, it's, it's going to be sad to hear it one more time, but let's do it. And it wasn't a promo. They gave me other things to say. I didn't fucking say it. It's the thing. It's not a fucking promo. It's not an act. I'm not going out there and doing their fucking act anymore. They can say it's part of the act and try to save face to everybody else, but it's not an act. I'm going out there. I'm doing whatever the hell I want, and they can explain it away however they want, but fuck them. Everybody, WWE Universe included. I meant that I'm going to disrespect the sport that they all love so much. Oh, don't break kayfabe, Ronda. Wrestling's... It's scripted. It's made up. It's not real. 
None of those bitches can fucking touch me. The end. I mean, that's pathetic. it's hard to talk about. It's hard to it's hard to play here back, and I just if if we didn't have if there was if it was someone else at WrestleMania fighting this horrible human being. I would be worried, but I, I know that we're in good hands, Ward. Our sport will be saved at WrestleMania because we need her and we have her. Doesn't matter who wins at Fastlane because Charlotte Flair is going to be at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair! Long well, Allen, I mean, with, with how out of control Ronda Rousey seems, don't you feel like it's better to have two people in that ring and have you know a 66% chance that this woman is not holding the, the prize uh, a possession of women's wrestling in this sport. I, 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 I part think of me sake, agrees I, with that. Say yes. I agree with the fact that you know the odds are against Ronda if there are two women against her. But at the same time, it doesn't matter because she's facing Charlotte Flair as one of the women. So you, you, Charlotte Flair cancels out whatever odds Becky and her one leg bring into the match if she beats Charlotte Flair at Fastlane, which she's not. Charlotte Flair's facing Ronda one-on-one at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair's beating Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And Ronda Rousey can go and cry on another talk show about how she couldn't make it in pro wrestling either because she ended up losing and becoming disrespectful. Charlotte Flair! When... When Ronda Rousey loses the championship at WrestleMania, how long before you think we ever see her again? Two years? You know, are we going to see her on Ellen crying again? Something about, yeah, I, 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 I was contemplating my entire existence until I looked up at my husband and said, man, I really want to have this guy's children. You think that's going to happen again? Because she's going to get the shit beat out of her by somebody, whether that be Charlotte or Becky. Uh, I don't care at this point. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter what excuse she gives. She wants to go back to college. She wants to get a, you know, she wants to get her C- her license in CPR, or, or, or she wants to, you know, give the charity or do other things. Ronda Rousey's gonna run away because she will know that she is not as good as Charlotte Flair. She, you know, tried to diminish pro wrestling, and then she learned that it was even tougher. To, to make it and sustain success than it was in MMA. You know, she's won titles in both, yes, but the sustained success does not equal what she did in MMA yet in pro wrestling. She has more to prove. She has not main evented uh, yet either in a, in a WrestleMania. So, Ronda, you know, all right, this is where we're taking it. Now you have all of us against you as pro wrestling fans because you're coming at us now because you couldn't take the heat as a champion. You couldn't take the heat of the queen coming after you. And you got sidetracked by this this annoying pest, Becky Lynch. Ronda is losing it. Becky is absolutely irrelevant in this. It's all about Charlotte, and WrestleMania will be her moment. Charlotte Flair! Okay, I'm not going to let you dim, dim, diminish what happened to Charlotte Flair on SmackDown. Uh, if you remember, uh, Becky Lynch on one leg put Charlotte Flair in an armbar in the disarmor, and 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 basically Charlotte Flair is holding Charlotte back. Cry. Charlotte Flair is holding Why? back. Why was Charlotte Flair holding back? She wants she wanted Becky to be able to make it to fast lane. She needs an opponent. That is ridiculous. No, she doesn't because that's an automatic victory. Charlotte Flair has nothing in this match other than does not want Becky in that championship. Is that something that Charlotte Flair even cares about, or does she feel like she can beat both these individuals uh, in, in on Wrestle, at WrestleMania? Charlotte if she doesn't, why she going to waste her energy? She knows she could beat all the women at once if she needs to. 
let, let's go into real quick the Ronda thing we heard there. Now, so, former UFC women's champion Misha Tate said, oh, I know Ronda's not playing there. She's legit mad. She can't take a joke. She has no sense of humor. She's angry. And she meant that was real, every word she said. And then uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer said, wow, Misha got worked too. Do you agree with Uncle Dave or do you agree with Misha I, Tate? I don't. I, I agree with not Dave Meltzer ever, ever. That man just needs to shut up. Uh, he can't even, yeah, he can't even write a tweet that's less than 10, 20 words. That's how egotistic that man is. Um, I, I'm going to agree with Misha Tate. Ronda looks pissed. I would worry about her if I were Vince McMahon himself. Uh, and, and I would try to Bret Hart her as best <laughs> as you can. So do you think Charlotte's going to lock in the figure four and Vince McMahon's going to run out and make someone ring the bell at WrestleMania? <laughs> I, I, if that's what it takes to save the future of this business, he's done it once before, Ronda. He'll do it again to a much less of a person in, in Ronda Rousey compared to, to Brett the Hitman Hart. So Ronda Rousey, whether who's you more think- sour, Brett Hart or Ronda? Ronda, be honest for sure. Yeah, exactly. And they did it to Brett. You don't think they'll do it to a more sour person? And whether Ronda's, you know, if it's if it's a work or not. I'm I'm like Ronda when it comes to being a pro wrestling fan. I don't have a sense of humor about that shit. You say that about the greatest sport of them all, Ronda, and I'm coming after you. So I'm tweeting at my queen every day. Words of encouragement to break Ronda Rousey's leg and her spirit at WrestleMania and take the championship. That's what it's all about. And if Becky Lynch gets into the match as well, Charlotte could take Ronda's leg. Becky could take her arm. The man, woo! And Ronda goes away forever. Because she's well, made an enemy of us wrestling fans now. Look at the, her track record and her being Ronda Rousey in terms of her matches. Well, who's she faced? She faced Charlotte Flair, was pretty much her only real competition. And she buckled under the pressure. Charlotte Flair got the best of her at Survivor Series. Ronda has not faced the level of competition that she's about to face uh, at, at, Wrestle, at WrestleMania. Whether that be just Charlotte or Becky and Charlotte. Uh, it's kind of like her... Going in the ring with with Holly Holmes, just you're not ready, and you're about to get the knock the fuck out. Yep, she's the Birmingham Iron of the WWE. Yep, no one cares yep. about that Long Island. What the fuck? No, no one cares just about that. <laughs> but when I say it, it makes sense, Wired. And you know what? Oh, also, Rhonda, you need to quit stealing quotes from Empire Records and other movies and using them in your promos. Damn the man! Screw the woo. You get your own lines, Rhonda. No get more your, Mrs. Nice Bitch. Get your own. She can't even finish the word bitch. She has. Yeah, no more Mrs. The, nice Bitch. She's she. Rhonda, are you a hard ass or not? Let let's let's choose here. Or how about you just go out there and try to just win a match against the world's greatest athlete, Charlotte Flair? Woo, 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 Rhonda. Woo, woo. I can't wait till Mr. McMahon fires her and he does that to her. Shot of flare! Whoa! Wee! What is it? Wee! Woo! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> fuck you, Be- Rhonda. Becky's losing, by the way, at Fastlane. No, she's not, but fuck you, Rhonda. Move on. Yeah, fuck off, Let's- Rhonda. Okay, now this next match I'm very excited for. I just wish there was one sixth less of a person in this match. Other than that, I'm very happy for it. What do you mean one six less? Oh, Seth Rollins. You're saying you wish yes. he wasn't in the match. Ugh. I mean, eh, Seth Rollins being in the match is irrelevant. I don't care. It's all about one man of this of these six, and that man is 
The Big Dog. The Big Dog. The Shield taking on Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. Where does the power lie on Monday Night Raw? We're going to find out at Fastlane once and for all. And I think we're going to be reminded that it's always been in the yard of the Big Dog. Uh, I don't think if anyone forgot, the Big Dog's here to remind you that since his announcement back, and I believe it was October, Long Island, uh, the Big Dog still reigns supreme. That is his yard. You don't come and pee in the Big Dog's yard. You don't come and take a shit in the Big Dog's yard because he will bite. A bite he will do this Sunday. Uh, I fully expect him to take this 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 and, and, and complete it himself against all three of these individuals. Uh, the big dog's hungry and and he's looking good, man. He's looking lean. He he he's ready to to prove, like I said, that this is his yard. Nobody cares. So big dog. Nobody cares if Dean Ambrose is chill with the Shield anymore. Nobody cares about Seth Rollins being in this match and getting ready for Brock Lesnar. Nobody cares about Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley coming together. Everybody cares about one thing, and that is the big dog getting him some kibble. Three spears, multiple Superman punches. Also, Wired, what do you think about the big dog maybe buddying up to Seth Rollins at Fastlane to lull him into a false sense of security come WrestleMania? That's what he deserves. That's what Seth Rollins deserves. He deserves... He doesn't even deserve a match at WrestleMania, much less a championship match against Brock Lesnar. And and the big dog, big uh, dog. I'm going to remind him very quickly that uh, that that of what happened at WrestleMania 31. And and you know what? There are no automatic rematch clauses in WWE now. But at the same time, the big dog never lost his title. So what's the rule for that? I feel like the big dog is deserving of a championship match. And I think he might tra- he might he might accidentally quote unquote spear Seth Rollins in this match somehow. And, uh, and and try to put him out because it only takes one spear to to annihilate that puny little guy. I'm hoping he doesn't put a hand on Seth Rollins at Fastlane. What Roman Roman Reigns? Don't put a hand on him. Make him think that you guys are cool. The Shield's back, bro. Yeah, brothers um. to the bone. Because then at WrestleMania, just like he did at 31, Seth Rollins is going to get an unexpected reminder of whose yard it is. And it's going to be one of the best, if not the greatest, WrestleMania moment ever. I fully believe the big dog is playing this lawn con for us. He's doing it for us all. Not he, the, he said not the, the leukemia, thing. not the leukemia thing, to, but I mean him <laughs> being friends with Seth Rollins. Do you clarifying. think when he said he meant? What do you think he actually meant then when he said that the one thing standing in his way right now is Seth Rollins? He, oh, what did he, he actually mean? He meant what we all know he meant. He yeah. wants he oh, wants yeah. Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins is in that spot right now. But the big dog always finds a way. It's been one versus all. It's been one versus leukemia. It's been one versus the dead man. And every single goddamn time, the big dog finds a way to reclaim his yard. And he will. And I believe in him. Believe that. Yeah, I, I'm picking the big dog in this. Holy match. fuck, I'm so hyped for the big dog. Back in the wrestling no, ring. No one thought that this this would happen so quickly, I think. And now that the big dog is back, uh, prepare yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, for, Fuck for another uh, another year of the big dog and in a good big way. Dog. He's gonna start with he's gonna start with Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley tonight. He's gonna slowly get into the head of Seth Rollins. 
Brock Lesnar come WrestleMania. And then from there on, it's the year of the big dog. The big dog. The Chinese calendar is going to be renamed the year of the big dog. <laughs> oh, that yeah. might happen. That might actually happen. You know, if Kevin Owens was a really good dad, he would wear big dog clothing. <laughs> That's just him trying to be like the big dog when you can't really be like the big dog. Because there's I only like, one big dog. I like big dog shirts whenever it shows like a big dog and it's like he's With got a bunch of real uh, it's a big dog. He's wearing shades, but he's got a bunch of like real life ladies in bikinis <laughs> hanging out with him. He's chilling. This lady's just like doggy sick. <laughs> Doggies. Oh, man. What oh, a freaking it. card, man. This is. I love that WWE has combined the two paper, the two shows into one. It's been yeah. such a great year. Yeah, I love news. that tag team wrestling is all over this thing, too. That's fast lane. Yeah. The, people usually call a Survivor Series the night of team sports, but man, this, this might be the ultimate night of team sports so far, at least uh, for 2019. Look at this. Brainiacs. Give us your predictions for Fastlane. That's 412-407-5BBR. Call in or tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brain Busters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Instagram Junior. 1-900-909-9900. Without further ado, Brainiacs, let's finish this show up the right way. It's time for Falls Count Anywhere. Brainiacs, it is I. A man called Wired, and and you know it's 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 getting close. We're almost there. WrestleMania 35 live from New York City. Uh, it's it's the mecca of, of wrestling, and, and we're gonna be there. Us, the Brainbusters, parking lots and all. We're gonna be around the city for the entire weekend. Make sure you follow us on all social media gimmicks to stay up with that. But but really, really, what I'm here to talk about is why the hell did we not go to NXT? God damn it, I hate everyone. Brainiacs, let me just say once again about the Nia Jax coming after Dave Meltzer and what he's referring to and talking about people's health. We know that, yeah, Dave Meltzer has talked about Asuka before and other wrestlers' health, but the one, the reason Nia went after him is, of course, the very problematic things he's saying and other people are trying to say about Roman Reigns' health issue. And to speak about that without knowing and without access and without permission is wrong. There's reporting, and then there is yellow wrestling journalism. So please, Brainiacs, beware when you read things on the internet. And if you're a part of the internet wrestling community, even Moose Lamarck will tell you, you need to be responsible. And I think we could all please tell our Uncle Dave that sometimes it's not okay to say things. Maybe once a year at the Thanksgiving table, you could bring your political views into it and say things that maybe are a little off the wall. But doing this, especially this time of year, that is a shame. Please, Brainiacs, take that with a grain of salt. And please, just believe in the big dog. Long Island, I just got a text message from Moose the Marquee saying, Nia Jax just wants $800,000 a year. Oh, hi, Mark. I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you understand uh, that? I don't. I don't. I'll have to do some more research. Or actually, I, 
I do know, but you're going to have to call the hotline to get my <laughs> thoughts on it. 412-4075-BBR, Brainiacs. 1-900-909-9900. And, uh, oh, yeah, anything left, b- Wired, before we get out of here? On to the fast lane? Nothing much, man. It's been an interesting week. It's going to be a great week. We are officially uh, turning the corner to WrestleMania starting Monday in Pittsburgh, where you guys are going to be there live, right? You, uh, Triple J, and is Vin Man going to be there? Vin Man will be there. Miss Elizabeth will be there. We'll be in a special Marburger box that they've set aside for us. Brainiacs, come say hi. We're letting all the Brainiacs come hang out with us. Whoa, that's that's. I'm going to get my plane ticket. Let me see. We're we're letting them all, and. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Dave Meltzer again questioning Roman Reigns and his cancer treatment. Can I just get a big Kofi Mania? Shame, shame, Uncle Dave. Shame, Uncle Dave. Shame. He, he just keeps putting his foot in his mouth more so than he's ever had before. Do you think that has anything to do with the podcasts that are out now and people are watching him with the microscope, or is he always just been full of shit? I think he's. I think half and half, but now we, now the world needs needs heels. And Uncle Dave's he's turning. He turns a lot. He's like the big show. All right, Brainiacs. Oh, sorry, Wired. You got you got anything? No, I was gonna say he ha- he, he has Dave been. Meltzer. Yeah, fuck Dave Meltzer. I ain't gonna spend another breath on that man. Go on, <laughs> move on. All right, Brainiacs. Enjoy Fastlane. We'll uh, give you some exclusive raw content from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania as well. So keep an eye out on the podcast feed and BrainBusterRadio.com at the BrainBusters on the social media gimmicks for. Dr. Neil Calsonis, who can take his seatbelt off. Now we're parked for Moose the Mark on the Internet Gimmicks. Jumpin' Jacob J, a man called Wired, the Sultan of Social Media. Vin Man on Limited Dates and Long Allen Ice Tea. I'm Long Allen Ice Tea saying, I gotta get the hell out of here and put the pedal to the metal in the fast lane, Grandma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>